You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right. Let's get to some early football plays, shall we? Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him. Turns back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. It's P.J. Glasser. Let's bring in our guy, co-host of Inside the Betting Lines, every Sunday from 1 to 5 Eastern, live from MGM National Harbor. Also, check him out weekdays at 1 o'clock in the East on Send It In. PJ, good morning to you. And I know you have a lot on the card, so I will spare you your worst Uber ride story or anything (laughs) like that. Let's start in the Big Ten. Number seven, Penn State at number three, Ohio State. Buckeyes laying four and a half points, total set at 46 and a half. What is your play in this game? It's going to be a huge one. Huge one, Jenks. Game of the week, and I'm going to make Double D a happy man. We're going to take Penn State plus four and a half. If not this year, guys, when is it going to be for Penn State? They've had three weeks to prep for this game. They had a bye week three weeks ago. They played UMass this past Saturday, and now obviously they get this game against Ohio State. They've had three weeks to look at Ohio State. Meanwhile, the Buckeyes, they've had to prep for the other teams. They had undefeated Maryland. Coming to Columbus three weeks ago, they played uh, Purdue last week on the road, a place that they struggled to win games at. And now, obviously, this game against Penn State. Franklin's got the quarterback he wants. He's got a great defense. He's got good running backs. Penn State comes into this game with a lot of momentum. And Ohio State, this is the first time in years they really haven't had a quarterback coming into a big game that everybody kind of looks at, and they're like, yeah, this is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Kyle McCord's a nice player. He's got good upside. But even in the in the Notre Dame game, you know, Ohio State's defense was the reason they won that game. So I think it's going to be an awesome game. But this is the year Penn State has to has to get it done. They've had three weeks of prep. They have the team to do it. I like Penn State plus four and a half. I like him outright plus one fifty five. I think they win the game. Woo. Ooh, I was about to say, PJ loves him a good outright. I bet he places a little bit on the money line, and uh-huh. he is. All right, so next up, let's go to Ole Miss and Auburn, an SEC class here where Ole Miss laying two and a half and a total of 56 and a half points. Uh, PJ, this is not the the marquee matchup in the SEC, but it's a tight spread. Who do you like? Yeah, Chelsea, I like Auburn at home. Jordan Hare is one of the toughest environments to play in all of college football. When Georgia played there earlier this year, Kirby Smart was talking about it, and that was during the day. This is going to be a night game. It's going to be 6 p.m. local kick in Auburn. 
Lane Kiffin, since he's been at Ole Miss, has really struggled to get marquee wins on the road. And Ole Miss, you know, they could win the game. I just think six and a half is is too many points. There were some sevens that flashed yesterday, which I absolutely love. So maybe you wait around a little bit, see where the spread goes next. If it goes down to six, if it goes back up to seven, or if it just stays pat at six and a half. Auburn's really struggled offensively this year, but their defense has been solid, and they just play a lot better at home. I think uh, I think they're going to give Ole Miss a game this weekend, a- another game. I would take the plus 200 outright as well, but uh, Auburn spread really like this week, plus six and a half. We're talking with AJ Glasser, co-host of Inside the Betting Lines. Check it out every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East, live from MGM National Harbor, and today on Send It In at 1 o'clock in the East. All right, massive spread in Death Valley. Number 19, LSU Lane, 30 and a half, hosting Army. You taking a side or maybe a total here? Guys, I can't believe that LSU would schedule this game. Jenks, I'm taking a side. We're going with Army. Yeah. These teams, when Army yeah. plays teams that are all offense, no defense, like LSU is, it's just, it's the perfect combination. And this is a lot of points, 30 points. Now, Army isn't the typical Army team that we're accustomed to. Like, they run their offense at a shotgun. They still run the wishbone and everything, but they throw it a little more than you would maybe expect. I I just think, you know, obviously LSU's got one of the best offenses in the country. I think they're going to score their fair share of points. But it's just tough when these SEC teams, when these Power 5 teams have to go up against the wishbone and they're not used to it. It could cause some trouble. I've seen Army over the years go up against these big teams that have great offenses but aren't good on defense and can't stop teams. And when you're laying this kind of a number, 30 and a half, it's just too many points. So I like Army to hang around, keep it close, run the clock. And again, LSU's got to buy next week. They got Alabama the week after. Maybe they are also using three weeks of preparation for the Bama game like Penn State did. So I like Army to keep close. All right, PJ, there usually feels like a square dog play in college football where you see a team getting a lot of points and you feel like it's almost too good to be true. But you look at this Utah and USC matchup, USC did not look good this past week against Notre Dame. They're laying seven at home against Utah. This is a top 20 matchup. Do you like the dog here or are you going in another direction? No, Chelsea, I don't. You're right. I think Utah's going to be a square dog this week, but I like USC. Now, Utah beat them twice last year, and usually the kryptonite for a Lincoln-Riley team, you saw it last year with Utah, you saw it last week with Notre Dame, teams that can run the football, that can contain their offense, that can turn them over, that can be physical with them, that's usually what gets a Lincoln-Riley team into trouble. Now, with that being said, Utah's got a great defense but their offense has really, really struggled this year without Cam Rising, really struggled. Going into the game last week against Cal, Iowa averaged more yards per play than Utah's offense did. And any time that Iowa's doing better, something better than you on offense, never a good thing. <laughs> so even though Utah, even though Utah's got a really good defense, guys, I just don't think in the Coliseum they're going to be able to get enough stops. And I don't think Utah's offense will be able to take advantage of that USC defense. So like you said, Chelsea, top 20 matchup. Utah beat them twice last year. USC coming off a blowout. People are getting a key number with the seven. I think a lot of people are going to like Utah. I think it's fool's goal this week. I think USC rolls. 
PJ, let's move to the NFL now, where the Bills are laying eight and a half in New England. Total set at 41 and a half. I've been hitting unders on the Patriots at a pretty nice clip because they just can't move the ball. But what's the right side here? Jenks, I think team total under with the Patriots is another good look this week. But I would lay it with okay. Buffalo, minus eight and a half. Yeah. I, but, you know, the Bills, I know last week they didn't blow out the Giants, but you know, you were coming back from London. Obviously, all the familiarity Brian Dable has with that offense. They had a great game plan to shut down the Bills. But the Bills' defense has still been really, really good this year. They are missing two of their best players in Matt Milano and Tredavious White, who are going to be out for the year. But like you said, the Patriots' offense has been so bad. This isn't going to be a team that exploits them on defense. And even against the Raiders, like, it was a struggle for the Patriots to score last week. They need eight, nine-minute drives just to score a touchdown. There's no explosiveness whatsoever. I think Buffalo absolutely rolls five of their last six matchups. The Bills have won by double digits. They're going to blow out the Patriots again, coming off a stinker. Even though the Bills have been the team to beat in the AFC East, they know what it means to their fans, to their organization, their franchise, to roll against the Patriots. I think they do again this week. I like Bills eight and a half. Next up, let's go to the Packers and the Broncos. Packers laying a point and a half on the road here. We know the Broncos have been flat out terrible, whether it's their defense or Russ failing to cook on the offense. Total of 44 and a half here. What's the side? What's the play? Chelsea, the Broncos all year have been laying some weird lines at home. They were favored by three and a half against the Raiders. They were favored by three and a half against the Commanders. They were favored against the Jets. Not only did they fail to cover all three, they lost all three outright. And here we are again. It feels like we're kind of getting a little bit of a stinky number. Packers are coming off of a bye. They're a short favorite, only minus one and a half. I like Green Bay, though, this week. And if you want to take a shot with someone who's not a big favorite, I think Green Bay would be a good pick in Survivor Pool. Denver's 0-3 straight up and against the spread at home. Like I said, the Packers are coming off a bye, and they're healthy. Like Aaron Jones and Christian Watson every week, it's like, are these guys going to play? Are they not going to play? Well, they got a bye to get themselves healthy. I think they're going to have a good game against that Denver defense. Give me the Packers this week. Finally, PJ, before we let you go, we were just talking about this game. Actually, we've talked about it for a couple hours now. Chargers coming off a short week, taking on the Chiefs in Kansas City. What are you going to put your money on here? Guys, 19 of the last 24 Charger games have been decided by seven points or less. Now, this spreads at five and a half. We're getting, it's close to the seven. Chargers always play KC tough. They always do, especially in Arrowhead. I don't... I don't expect anything different this week. I think the Chargers are going to give them a game. Chargers knew the importance of these two games coming out of their bye week. Monday night against Dallas and then playing the Chiefs. The Chiefs lead in the AFC West once again is very sizable. They have like a two-game lead on everybody. Chargers need to win this game if they have any hopes of winning the AFC West. I don't think that's going to happen, but I think they keep it close. I think they hang around. Always love taking a team off of a loss going on the road the following week, especially in a division game. Chargers probably, when it's all said and done, is going to be my favorite bet of the week. So I love them, plus five and a half this week. And PJ, we know you're taking the Niners against the Vikings on Monday night in Survivor. You're five and one on the season. And good luck on your card in college and the pros. He is PJ Glasser, co-host of Inside the Betting Lines every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East, live from MGM National Harbor. Check him out weekdays, including today, as host of Sending In at 1 o'clock in the East. Thank you, PJ. Thanks, guys. Good seeing you. You too. Well, I'm glad I got some clarity 
on Chargers and Chiefs because he makes a very good point about the trends there with LA. Yeah, uh, well, that's why they're in my teaser. I think they can cover at least 11 and a half. Uh, that's usually the case with the divisional dog, though. Yeah, all right. I love when PJ drops his plays early on. Gives me sort of a, a good framework to work with throughout the entire week. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.